Look, it's over, okay? I'm done. Listen I'm to ready me, to shoot. Kid, I want you. Don't you fucking call me a kid. What? I'll fuck him. You want to see me kick some ass? I don't fucking karate. You want to fucking oh, get out of here? You're fucking out of here. Come on. You are fired. You're fired. You're fired. You're fired. You're fired. You're fired. Yeah, we're making power moves, rocking a Detroit groove to some American dudes out making power moves. Straight out of Grand Block, Michigan, rocking a cold one in each hand. My buddy Dave and I are Americans, just making power moves, ripping heaters and chugging paps. Natty lied with no clasp, blowing shit up and chasing ass. Yeah, and we're back. Moves. Welcome to Power Moves yeah, episode 130. I'm your host, Mike Burns. Gnarly Zach is on assignment this week, joining me from beautiful Los Angeles, Woo! California, California. I say both parts, Brido. It's the host of Hunk, <laughs> Mr. Mike Brido Bridenstein. What's up, man? Hey, baby. How's it going? Good. We just did Good 40, yeah. 40, 40 minutes uh, pregame, which uh, you could catch on the Patreon. If you'd like, um, had a lot of technical dif- uh, difficulties. Yeah, it's uh, it's hot and humid for me today. I got the fan off because if I had the fan on, it's going to sound like dog shit <laughs> on the recording. And we've had enough problems with the recording today because me and Brado record things apparently in a different way. Possibly, no one knows. No one knows anything. I don't know how. I don't know how Gnarly's setup is at all. I just know it kind of works sometimes. <laughs> works okay. This sounds tin pretty can. good. Though. I got him on a tin can, <laughs> plugged into a typewriter, <laughs> right? <laughs> With a like a monkey cranking it, like for the power. Mike Burns is sweaty. He looks like the Jordan flu game. He's gonna get to the points though. <laughs> I'm shiny. Yeah. so shiny. <laughs> And I got a little, I got a little, uh, see, I got the light ring on too, Ooh. which, which I think it's, it's not for you to, for me to look good. It's just that you can see me better. Okay. Otherwise I'll just be dark. And I find, yeah. I find that it's more engaging and this light ring was like 10 bucks on Amazon. Hashtag not sponsored. Works great. I just know that you look like Brock Lesnar when he's in the gym and they show footage of it. <laughs> he looks like a flesh-colored chunk of cheese that's been sitting out in the sun. Yeah, <laughs> just wet cheese. Yeah, he looks like he looks like when someone's making <laughs> mozzarella when they're, they're making. Yeah, when they're pulling the mozzarella and it's all bubbly and then they twist it up in a knot. Like that's what he looks like. <laughs> Hey, it's me, Brado, with your host, Buffalo Mots. <laughs> Look, crypto took a massive, scary dump today. We talk about crypto at the top of the show every time, Brado. Uh, been heavily involved in Ether, Ethereum, uh, dabble in Bitcoin. Uh, we were both very, very big into Doge. Took some nice profits. But today, oh, the crypto market was an absolute nightmare. Uh, Godspeed if you bought in late. Godspeed. You've had... A month to two months to three months to four months to have gotten your money and gotten out. And we tell you, me and Brad, me and uh, Gnarly do not know goddamn thing about investments, what have you. My only advice that I would that I'm following is to hold. I'm holding my <laughs> Ethereum. I'm not selling it. I'm. Uh, it's it's bad. I should have taken my pro- taken my profits. I should have scooped up and then left some in there, but I didn't, and that was a mistake. And we'll learn for the future. I still think Ethereum 
and Bitcoin have a lot of value for the future. But hold if you want to. I don't know. But or don't hold. I don't fucking know anything. Brian, you do you know a goddamn thing about crypto? I don't know what you said. I don't know what any of that meant. <laughs> See? See? It's that's the thing. That's a good that's a good gauge, though, because you're a hip guy. You know a lot of shit. And if you don't know anything about it, that means that this market is only going to grow. Again, don't take my advice. I don't know a goddamn thing. Don't put your kid's college fund in it. Put like instead of oh, buying. Oh, don't. While you were talking, don't. I just dumped all my money into this. What is it now? I, <laughs> Elysium? I dumped all my money into a, a Matt Elysium. Damon movie. <laughs> Matt Damon Elysium. I dumped all my money into VHS <laughs> copies. I don't know when, if they. I don't know why they made those. They weren't even using those at the time. But you, you, you like retro stuff, Burns. I figured you know you're like a vintage guy, so I bought the cassettes and the. You should buy VHS tapes, Burns. <laughs> hey, Vicky, look, look what I got for us. 20,000 copies of Matt Damon's Elysium. <laughs> Burns said it's going to be big, so I took our savings. and uh, We're not going to be able to pay the mortgage this week. It's because... what? It's what? <laughs> it's crypto. <laughs> you, do, you must not be cool like me. You don't know what crypto is, do you? Come on, baby. You got to read the Wall Street Journal and get informed. Yeah. You don't know shit. You need to listen so, to Dave Portnoy. <laughs> yeah yeah i would i would listen to dave portnoy over me to be fair i mean is, i like rich. elon musk he uh his dad uh was a owned an emerald mine in south africa and so did mine <laughs> so i have I'm a lot fucking, coming i'm done with elon musk <laughs> i've i've moved from i moved from oh maybe he's not so bad that guy's just a prick who sits around and gets his jollies Playing a uh, fucking puppeteer with with uh, different forms. Yeah, of that's people's that's people's lives and shit. Like that guy. Yeah, uh, yeah. I Although think he's just pretty sweet cars he makes though. Right. I don't like them. I think they're. they're <laughs> I, I really don't. I don't think they're cool. You know what I want? I've been looking at Jeep Wranglers. Thank you. That's what I oh, want. Well, yeah, Jeep Wranglers are fantastic. Those I think they great. get really shitty gas mileage, but that's what I yeah, want. Yeah, whatever. Who gives a shit? Jim, Elon Musk will fix the planet or whatever he wants to do, and then you can feel good about burning as much uh, gas and oil as you'd like. Yeah, I'm over him. Yeah, I just, I, I just, uh, I just think he's like a, he, he's, he's like Jeff Bezos, which w who we all know is a villain, except yeah. for I think he's pretending to not be a villain. Bezos? He, no, no, Elon Musk. Oh, Elon Musk. Yeah, I this... think I think his PR person said go host SNL. Did you watch that? Yes. Yeah, it was a big deal. It sunk. I talked about this. I, I talked. I talked about this. Oh right. Yeah, he said it was a, a hustle. So it, yeah, it went down. And his his mom said it would be a shitty gift. It was just really like, and he pumps it all the time. That's pump and dump behavior on a grand scale. It's fucking incredible. Yeah, he um. His monologue also, I hope no one bought stock in his comedy chops because holy fuck. Yeah. But I mean, for a autistic guy who is uh, struck, I mean, anyone, anyone would have a tough job doing that monologue, but it was just stupid. It's just as far as people. No one like, made him do it. I mean, being, being in comedy and realizing, don't give that guy that don't give no. him help. 
Don't give him fucking help. He's the world's richest man. That's a valuable spot for anyone to propel their career, even if they're very successful. It's better off. You're better off giving that. Give it to Bill Burr again. Give another yeah. give another Bill Burr episode. Yes. You know, bring in Les Dog, Leslie, uh, what's her fuck? Bring in her back. Jones. Is she, is she still on the show or is she gone? No, she's gone. Oh, well, yeah, bring someone like that back to be on. I Absolutely. don't know. Absolutely. Yeah, they could have anything. They could have anybody. And they went well, with Tom like, Hanks again. Have COVID Tom Hanks. And you have know him. that Elon Musk knows who the new Jeffrey Epstein is. You know that he knows who it is. Probably. His services have been offered. He's like, we got to lay low, but I'm the but I'm the new guy. I'm the new Jeff. He's the Elon Musk. Top story here on the program. Brido knows that Elon Musk allegedly is. The I'm new saying Jeffrey that he knows. Epstein. No, I'm not saying he is. I'm saying he knows. He knows. His, his mom kind of. Ha- What's Jeffrey Epstein's uh, roll dog? That one piece of ch- trash chick. Uh, oh, uh, oh, her name is like her name. Ethereum Elysium. Her name is like not Siobhan. Her name is. God damn it. Her name is like uh, come. What is her name? Uh, come. Come. Come Elysium. Come easier. Come easier. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, Elon Musk's mom reminded me of what? Oh, oh, Ghislaine. Yeah. Ghislaine. Ghislaine. I knew it was something to come. <laughs> I knew it was come. So, of course, sex trafficker dirtbag lady's name is her Ghislaine. Name, her name looks like Ghislaine. And her father was history's only negative billionaire. He had so much debt. <laughs> and he got, he was a, an Israeli spy or something, and he got killed on a yacht. A negative that's, billionaire. That's so stupid. A publishing magnet, magnate, however you say that word, magnate. And probably just, and probably lived a nice life till his death. Probably was super. Oh my God. If you were owed a billion dollars, you had a hell of a life. It's a, it's a negative billionaire. He probably, you know, it was more poor than poor can be, but still lived in a mansion. The That's most the fucking poor guy ever. Yeah. There's like that Donald Trump MTV thing where he points at this homeless guy and he goes, that guy has more money than I do. <laughs> and now you realize, oh, that was true. Yeah. <laughs> you got that debt. Uh, I, so I went to, uh. I went out of town this weekend, Brado. I went up to a lake cabin with the boys to play golf and uh, shoot guns. I didn't get there early enough to shoot guns, so there was no. Oh, guns. was it like was it like that movie uh, with that uh, that? Ch- God damn it! This would have been a funny joke if I could think of the name of the you movie. Fuck, blew that. You blew that. <laughs> See, this is where you could do your fancy schmancy <laughs> editing, like you do on the hunk program. I you trusted can, myself. You can patch that all up. It, it rolls here, baby. It, <laughs> it fucking rolls. Um, We're alive, so we, pal. That's what uh, <laughs> Jim Ross said. To, uh, this is live. Yeah. This is always live. What, we talk about it. We talk about our processes of how we produce these shows on on the uh, pregame show, and. Yeah, obviously not, neither of us know what we're doing <laughs> whatsoever. Like, you do what? You plug your Zoom into the TV. Like, well, yeah, I run it through the TV in that way. you know. Let's can... take that one again. You were what now? Was that like promising <laughs> young woman? I went to, to uh, Tawas, which is uh, up north in, in, or as they say, in Michigan. And holy shit, man. We stayed in like a lake cabin, fucking very chill. 
It's like COVID never existed in really? northern Michigan. It's like it never, it's like it isn't even a thing. You don't even, you know, you don't like have to have your your mask in your pocket just in case. or Nope. You walk into a bar, it's fucking full. And like it, it's, it's wild, man. I played golf. I played pool. Like we played pool just like in a bar, like, you know, like in olden times. In the before times. Yeah. Shooting, shooting pool, drinking beers, just people everywhere. It was fantastic. It's like a time got, machine. You wouldn't do a time machine. Yeah, I got both shots, man. And now that they now they have the new rule that you can you don't have to wear a mask if you have both shots. Have you heard is, about these people? This was a Vice News headline, though, so it's got to be real. There are people who are anti-vaxxers, anti-maskers, who are masking and social distancing to avoid people who are vaccinated shedding. <laughs> Their vaccination onto them. Oh, shut up. It's the most genius thing I've ever seen. <laughs> they're social distancing and masking to avoid the vaccinated because they're shedding their mRNA onto them. What? Yeah. People believe this? Yes. It's All right. the greatest thing I've ever heard. Sometimes I do. I have that knee jerk reaction of. Well, you fuck you fucking stupid. What do you mean? You that's science. And then I'm like, no one knows anything. Oh no, I this whole time I just <laughs> listened and I just don't know anything. But remember you couldn't touch surfaces and you could. I was microwaving my food. I didn't know like <laughs> I was putting my groceries had come. I just jammed the whole bag into the microwave and I turned that on for like a half hour. Then I'd have to refreeze my ice cream. Joe Gallon's wife is a nurse and she's like nuke it for 15 seconds so everything I got went into the thing. Uh, you know, I I got my my groceries delivered. I get my Walmart delivery because good value hashtag not sponsored. And I would take every I take the bags with gloves on. I yeah. pick the bags up yeah. on the floor in the foyer when I walk into the apartment, dump it all out. And then I take a roll of paper towels and and uh, spray like Ajax spray antibacterial and I would spray everything. And then all like the cereal boxes would get these little like water blisters all over the cardboard and it looked like shit. And my Fritos bag I'd wipe down and every fucking thing. And then I'd like use a different paper towel for every item. And it yeah. took like fucking half hour. Yeah. But and you didn't get like, that well, COVID. Did you, you didn't get that COVID? <laughs> we said later he didn't have to do it. <laughs> You're just making up stuff. No, but in like April, you did. <laughs> Maybe it's the Michigan wearing off on me. I'm starting to lean towards this is all fucking scam. Yeah, like, man. Just, what is kid, kidnap Gretchen Whitmer. <laughs> Who gives a fuck? <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm thinking about joining the militia. And I understand that there are people who've had, have lost loved ones, and it's from COVID. Or they've been told that. And I understand that 99.9%, that's what happened. But then I don't trust the government. I don't trust the government, Brad. Well, I don't sure. know. Well, I don't sure. know what made up Joe Biden shit they did to make Joe Biden the fucking fake Democrat. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> they were like, why don't the American people trust the government? It's like, I don't know, man. Why don't these Native Americans trust your treaties? It's almost like you right. fuck people over any chance you fucking get. 
So I went along with it. I'm thinking I went along with it. I am two weeks past my second vaccination, so I can talk double the shit. Mm-hmm. But but yeah, I don't know. I just went along with it. If you're someone's like, you really believe? I don't care, man. I don't know. I'm not one of the, like whatever. I I don't know. That's the thing. I can only go on. I have you have to use faith and be like this. Big time scientists. They all say to do this. And half I don't know anything. Fa- half of my family is Blackburns. You know this. And not all of them are super on board with getting vaccinated. And what I am understand. I supposed to say? No, you get that. No, I can't do that. <laughs> yeah. You, look. <laughs> all. Listen. Listen to me. Listen, everyone look at me. Black people. Yeah. You should trust the government because they, they know what you need. They know what you want. <laughs> And, uh, you know, just I don't understand your problem with the government. Like, not not like they've ever done anything to you guys. Listen, I'm no history minor, but. (laughs) But you have to. That's I think the whole lesson is like. Everyone believes what they're doing is right. So you can't unless they're a bad person, you can't. Be mad at someone. Well, yeah, but there's some people who are like, okay, okay. How come everything that you want is exactly what a billionaire bank <laughs> oil company weapons manufacturer wants? Fucking think about it, man. Like you're being duped. Right. Like right. if everything that you want helps you none and helps a, a person who makes weapons and oil and shit, it's like, come on. <laughs> I don't know what right. to do for you. Right. There's no uh, way to win. Yeah. There's no way to win. The only thing you can do is the easiest thing is to get your fucking couple microchips put into your arm <laughs> and you put on your mask until they say don't wear a mask. I just don't want any trouble, I think is what I think is what uh my thing is, Brian. No, nah, you gotta be like Fred Hampton. You gotta unite all the people who also there should be, listen, I'm gonna do a joke about this, but there should be two political parties. <laughs> Two political parties. That's it. It should be fuck you rich people and fuck you poor people. That's it. That way people can say, like, I'm socially fuck you rich people, but I'm fiscally fuck you poor people. That's it. There should be two parties. And make it easier. Yeah. Fuck you if rich you people make, and fuck you poor people. If you, if you make this much money, whatever dollar amount they want to say, like $250,000 and below... Like oh, I'm in that these... one. I'm in that one. <laughs> right. <laughs> but like comparatively, you have to make it a little higher because otherwise you just you're you after that you're getting up into the Right. A billion is a thousand millions. Two hundred and fifty thousand dollars is that is that is that exaggeratory? I don't know. Right. I don't make a lot of money. I don't right. have money. I don't know anything. I know crappy crypto. Two fifty two fifty's uh that'll get you a nice life. And sports gambling, I know those two things. That's okay. as far as my. I I don't have a four hundred one k. I've got some uh, Vanguard S and P five hundred. Why don't you sell some DB shit as an NFT? <laughs> I thought about it, but I don't know how that works. What do you? Well, I have to get like some fucking generator or some shit, and then I got Mike Burns what? has what a podcast and is buying and selling crypto, but he won't do an NFT because he quote doesn't know how it works i don't know how to sell some nft property you have to like sell that in a certain way i have to get like some call weird somebody app. call somebody i don't know call who the nft do you think, I, 
Do you think I could sell like the? I bet you some, Vince knows. I bet you Vince knows. I bet Vince could get a guy. I bet Vince doesn't know. <laughs> Vince doesn't know. Vince, Vince would be like, I call. I got a guy. Who Vince would know? Who would know it? And Brooks would have a guy. Brooks might have a guy. Brooks doesn't know. I don't know. I just wonder. Carl Hess. I, Carl Hess has a guy. Uh, maybe. What would I do with? What do I sell? Like the dad boner, like the original drawing. Like yeah. The, well, yeah, that's but, but that that's not mean? a file, is it? That's not a file, is it? Well, it's a file if you click and drag the JPEG off the Twitter account. But like, it seems like anyone <laughs> can have that. So, what I have to make an original thing that no one else has seen before? Is that how that works? Man, thank you for thinking. I just said something with a lot of conviction, and I don't know anything about it. I was just like, because "Oh man, you should do that." You're like, no, you're not. I'll see things that say this NFT sold for. $2 million and someone owns the digital file, like the one and only original digital file. Yeah. But I, I can just click two buttons on my phone and take a screenshot of it and like, I own it too now, motherfucker. Yeah. Okay. So uh, the Mona Lisa, like, the Mona Lisa, right. you can also do that with the Mona Lisa. I understand that, but um, I just don't see what the, what, what's the... Why do you need this digital file so bad? I don't know. I understand. It's a, I understand. It's, a it's an artistic property, a, a one of a kind item. Just like look at baseball cards now. It's like this is a one of a kind card, and these things like a LeBron signed jersey card. I guess it's just it's an age gap thing, because I don't. I like things that are are finite and tangible and analog. I like rare things that I can hold in my hand. I don't find any joy in owning something that I can't touch. It's what about like, a what about a picture of a butt? <laughs> but who drew it? Is it a is it a hand drawn <laughs> picture of a butt and who drew it? Me. If someone just I don't know. <laughs> there's all kinds of people putting up butt drawings on Instagram and Twitter. You know, you know those butt drawing guys drawing butts and they put them out there. Oh, for I free. bet you I bet you have 25 NFT expert listeners. Come on. I that's very possible. If someone wants to explain NFT, don't take all day. You don't need <laughs> give me the elevator to, pitch to Burns while I feel bad. you edit it while you edit his podcast and do his audio for free. I, f- I feel bad. You Sometimes need to do show pe- notes for Burns too. We need Here's what we need. I am producing your show today. You need uh, a <laughs> you need someone to do show notes. Uh-huh. I don't uh-huh. know. And I used to I used yeah. to do a show log when I first started out on the Steve Dahl show. I was Ooh. an intern. So that's how I started doing everything was I was I, I would write down the show log of everything that happened on the show. And then I guess that went on his dumb website or something. I don't know. But yeah, that was a thing. I and I did it forget. For fr- I always forget to work for Steve Dahl. Yeah, I did it for free until I got uh paid as a writer. That was my first uh, comedy gig. But yeah, I guess I did that I for free. I, I just typed out all the stuff. Burns, Steve. Burns, Burns. He's for hire. <laughs> Steve. Steve. Uh, it's just like. Disco demolish. Yeah. 537. Steve said he ate a whole thing of Twix ice cream bars <laughs> yesterday. 539. Steve's still talking about ice cream bars. He says they're delicious. Don't. 
tell him not to eat them. He's a man and he can make his own decisions. <laughs> it's just like fucking four hours of this. Twelve fifty hates minorities and gays and their disco music. <laughs> right. Yeah, just go on and on and on. Makes like his that. dick feel weird. Wants white likes white people rock and roll. <laughs> when can find dick? Steve seven thirty seven. Steve can no longer find his dick without the help of his string. <laughs> Please help find biggest Hawaiian shirt in America so Steve can have top. <laughs> so we have stories to do, but oh God, it's such a tough call. Okay. I could just, oh, I wanted to give a promo. This is a quick promo. Hashtag not sponsored. Uh, friend of the show, our buddy, Nate Craig, if Ooh. you're in Cleveland, Ooh, he's yes. doing hilarities May 20th, May 20th through May 23rd. That's today through the weekend. Um, doors at 7.30 p.m. And uh, then he's going to go on to Milwaukee for Friday through Sunday, Thursday, May 27th. Uh, doors open at 7.30 p.m. Go see Nate Craig. Go if see Nate Craig. If you, if you haven't been out to a live comedy show, go see our friend Nate Craig. He, he's up in your face saying stuff, being handsome, uh, being all aggro and, and hilarious and get a bunch of pops in you. Go have a good time. That's a free. I didn't even tell Nate I was doing that. I just say, I said, I, I will. I will say a I lot of like, you watch. A lot of you watch comedy on Netflix. A lot of you watch comedy specials on HBO and, you know, Netflix and that sort of thing. If you've never seen live comedy, if you haven't been to a comedy show in the past 15 months or or in recent memory, it's so much better in person. Nate is fucking fantastic. I went to his album recording. He opens for Bill Burr. He's well. This is a this promo is going a little long now. Okay, for yeah. Free. Nate Craig. Nate Craig. I'm just it, go see live was, comedy. <laughs> go see live comedy. <laughs> we were at like a good length for, for you know free <laughs> promo. But now we're starting to talk about Nate Craig and all. Now lot. he owes me money. <laughs> He's too handsome for me to like give too many free things to. He's got enough going on in the face and bod department. Got a mustache now. Mustache now barely works out. It's ripped body. I don't know how. No one knows. Now we're how talking Nate about Craig. how handsome he is. Yeah. Once in a while, Nate Craig does like ten push-ups or something. I saw him do a pull-up or two once. A- he never does a goddamn thing. Just looks so fucking good. I don't know what it is. Luscious lips, thick hair. Oh my god! You gotta. His dick is gonna be rock hard. Go see Nate Craig and his rock hard dick. And his tight body and thick hair and his sexy mustache. <laughs> He'll be at Hilarities Cleveland, May 20th through 23rd. He loves to fuck. Let me tell you, folks. He's, he loves to fuck. He's uh, married, but if you play your cards right. Right. I mean, try and uh, roofie him. Do whatever you need to do to get Slip those sweet him a Mickey. jeans. He might wear a suit. Sometimes he wears a suit on stage. Oh, my God. And, um, Cleveland yeah, Rocks want, and Nate Craig Fox in Cleveland. You, you're going to need to have it. Uh, he's a big boy, strong, strapping, tall, about 6'2". Going to uh, need a mop gonna, for that pussy juice. But yeah, you're going to need a mop or you're, for your uh, dick drizzle that's going to pour out when you see him. Whatever uh, you got, got down there is going to be squirting something, folks. Right. Big uh, little caveat: Big Mitts uh, knows how to throw hands, so don't uh, you don't try don't try and take the pussy from Nate Craig. No, you got to tuck him into it. Uh, you got to you got to finagle it. Fin- you know, if you need to use drugs, that's uh, you know probably the best option. Don't. That's not a recommendation. I'm just saying that'd be a way. You know, Mickey him or whatever you want to call it. Then I'll like uh, go re- on down. It's like a reverse Gallagher, <laughs> where he wears the raincoat. <laughs> So go on down after that. See the to the Laughing Tap, Milwaukee, May twenty eighth to the thirtieth. 
We're Nate Craig once again. We'll be there. Probably. Same scenario. Maybe. Gushing dicks and wet puss. Right. You're going to want to bring your mop. Uh, bring the mop. Bring the kids. Pop popcorn. Pop for balloons and for the kids. And a baseball hot dogs at Applegate and Chevrolet. And Nate Craig at the Laughing Tap Milwaukee with his. Bring a big sec- towel for your prives. Yes. Thick you got penis dab- and fucking dab- packs. Of dab-, days. dab your asshole off when it's. Uh, you ever see a man. Uh, <laughs> Rub his his wiener tip around his own nipples. You ever see that? Because wow, that's now that's how Nate Craig closes every show. That's not a guarantee. That's just something I saw one time. Maybe I just dreamt it. But Nate remember Craig at the hilarious. beginning at the beginning of the pandemic when people be like, "Look at what the CDC said now," and you'd click the link and it'd be a picture of that guy's big hog. Well, that guy's got nothing on my man Nate nope. Craig. No, nope. when you see him, you're gonna want. Your panties or your unders are going to be so soaked, you're going to want to get up on stage and wash them on his rock-hard abs right there just because he'll be like, you did this to me. Hold still. Last time I saw his dick, it looked like an inflatable plane slide. (laughs) It just throbs. It really does. It's like, you know, like uh, in the movie, in Indiana Jones, he pulls out. Someone gets a heart ripped out. It's still beating in the hand. Uh, the voodoo guy or whatever he is. Voodoo- you know Molaram. Yeah, yeah, voodoo guy. Voodoo guy rips out a heart and it's still beating in his hand. Well, that's what his, his wang looks like. It's just dum dum and it's it's a vayner, it, but it you know that's it's vascular. That's when it's something's Put big Craig, and muscular. heart dick in your temple of doom. Friday at <laughs> hilarious times. Don't open don't open your mouth too big when you're laughing because it might just jump in there. I'll you, tell you call what, him Doctor like Jones, doll. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. So come on down to the Laughing Tap, Milwaukee, May twenty eighth through twenty to the thirtieth. Uh, bring your butt plug. Bring the leave the kids in the car. Do your poppers. A, you're gonna need them. Lube up beforehand. Get get it up inside you because you don't want to think twice when uh, it's <laughs> time to get bent over in the green room. When you're seeing Nate Craig at the Laughing Tap, uh, Milwaukee, May 28th through the 30th, and don't don't make sure not to stretch out too much at Hilarities in Cleveland, May 20th through the 23rd. Hashtag not sponsored. Not sponsored, yeah. You don't want to do that, so maybe just let him put a finger in uh, while you're gagging on it at the Hilarities Cleveland show, and then move on to the Laughing Tap. You'll Milwaukee. know who went to Cleveland by who's right. walking, kind of special. Nate yep, Craig, everybody, ab- absolutely, ladies and gents, uh, doesn't matter. Uh, but again, you know, you're gonna have to Mickey your roofie, so just make sure a, you. I want to just clarify again. Hashtag not sponsored. <laughs> Married man, hashtag not sponsored, Laughing Tap Milwaukee, May 28th to the 30th. Uh, performing uh, a lot of funny bits from uh, Preferred Customer's last album, Hot, Rock Hard Abs. You can run. It's a guaranteed, folks. Uh, he might not let you do it, but I'll guarantee it here. You, if you soak your uh, undies or your panties with um, any sort of uh, 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 excrement that comes out of your private parts, you get up there on stage, you give him a $5 bill. This is what you do, $5 bill. You say, this is from Mike Burns and Mike Bridenstine. Please, please. And then and then you just start you tearing his shirt. new cranks of comedy. You're going <laughs> to start gonna tearing his shirt up yes. and just, di- just rub your dirty your dirty underwear all over his body and uh, get it clean because that's how it goes down at the Nate Craig show. So make sure it's you come out. It's a wild show. Lots of fucking. 
Doors open at 7.30. Don't start doing this right away. I got to warn you. people. You can need people to get like to, up to their two-drink minimum or yeah. at least a couple beforehand before you start uh, getting nude and rubbing things on the talent. So you you're not going to watch. Eyes wide shut to really know what's going to happen at this show. Yep, yep. Stay for the late show. You should stay for the late show because that's when it really gets down and dirty. Uh, I'd say na- go to the early show. Late show, a little sticky. Bert Kreischer, you know, he likes to do his shows with his shirt off. He's big, big, fat bear guy, and he likes barrel chest, real, real specimen of a man. Uh, Nate Craig does the opposite on the late show. He comes out, uh, no pants. He's Winnie the Pooh, and he's got a full <laughs> s- shirt, shirt, suit uh, type of deal going on, and he looks great. And uh, yeah, you're going to want to see that. Looks so, great. Uh, Tastes even better. Nothing hotter than a man with. With his wang out and a full suit on top. I'll tell you what. Gonna folks. love it. Laughing love Tap him. Milwaukee. Laughing Tap Milwaukee. <laughs> Hashtag not sponsored on Hilarities this show. Hilarities in Cleveland. Not sponsored. Thursday, May 27th. Hilarities, May 20th through the weekend. Thursday through Sunday. Bring your penis. That's uh, that's the. <laughs> Two dick minimum. <laughs> I gotta cut this out. I gotta cut no! this out. No, 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 no. I mean, no, I mean, extract it and send it to him <laughs> so he can use it. You, you want him to be able to use this dice? That's a free promo. Hey, uh, hey, Bridal, I heard uh, what you guys did, and uh, don't take that down. <laughs> take that down. Yeah, you know how long it takes to upload these things. I'm not taking anything down, man. I don't have time for that. <laughs> All right. We do have stories today. I really let that get away from me, that promo. I'm so sorry. Oh, I, I don't even know what happened. I don't remember any of that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So <laughs> Monday Night Beers, it's beers, it's Monday Night Beers. Usually we do this on the pregame show, and I do have a full show uh, produced for today. I've got stories about, uh, let's see, some uh, dude... Goes bananas on a plane because he's doing coke in the aisles, and then uh, and how do you then, get it on uh, the plane? Uh, I don't know. He's just eating a whole bag of cocaine, just eating it up and down the aisles. It's really wild. And then some uh, booze bag dumped his pee bucket on his girlfriend, and then uh, also uh, there's a big story about uh, some lady calling it a bomb threat at a casino for a stupid reason, but. Instead, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do all those next week. This show's already done for next week. That's that's better for me. And what's fabulous is me and Brido are gonna take over Monday Night Beers. Yeah, because we have all the questions right here. And okay. again, we did 40 minutes on the pregame without touching uh, the Monday Night Beers questions, which I've been doing. But I think it'd be fun if me and you just answered these questions, Brido, because Game. I'm so desperate to still be on the show and still feel some attachment to to the Los Angeles boys that I, I do this every week. So here we well, go. You're, you're doing hunk on Monday with uh, Potman. Oh, that's fabulous. Fabulous. So if you're not familiar, Brido, I don't assume that you listen to the program. A bunch of people, uh, listeners, they all uh, they send in, they put all their questions on Instagram. And then basically we sit around and drink beers and just answer them. That's what the show is. It's fabulous. Cool. It works really cool. well. So we'll just run through these questions here. It'll be nice and easy, breezy, beautiful cover girl. Trees, two, three, two, three, three. Favorite road trip? <sighs> like favorite place to go or favorite road trip you've ever had? Well, what's the favorite road trip Favorite road trip you've ever been on? It's oh, tough. my God. I love Joshua Tree. So possibly that? What You know what? Um, 
One time in Chicago, we took a road trip to the Field of Dreams before doing a stand-up show in Mike Holmes' hometown in Waterloo, Cedar Falls. That was super fun. Yeah. Uh, Field of Dreams, I don't know. That's a good one. It's tough no? for me. I don't know. It's it's tough. I think um I think all of the spring breaks I oh, had. I changed were, my mind. I changed Those my were mind. all the best. We went to New Orleans and my buddy Snake at one point. Like there's a million stories from any any um any road trip spring break. And they all it's odd like you watch those road trip type spring break movie type things and it's always similar to what you did, just cranked up by a thousand. Yeah. I think that anyone can write those movies. But uh, we were walking around in New Orleans drinking hand grenades and things. And he, it was before um, that you had any internet access. So we thought that the drinking age was still 18 in New Orleans. And it had gotten bumped up to like 21. And I think we were 19. Uh-huh. So we just showed up there. And some bars would still just grandfather you in and let you come in and drink but some would uh, would check your your uh, ids so we just went around to every bar and just waited until people waited and saw which one would let us in we were drinking hand grenades and they're expensive and they're super high octane and my buddy snake goes off with this guy who he met on the street and just starts hanging out with them leaves us for no reason he's like i'm gonna hang out with this guy Fucking bizarre drunk behavior in the middle of the day. He came back later with a bag of white powder, and he goes, the guy gave me this. He said to hold on to it. He'd come get it later. And he goes, hey, But I didn't tell him where I was going. He'll never fucking find me. He goes, so here's a little for you, a little for you, a little for you, and a little for you, and dumped the bag into everyone's hand grenade drink, and they were so expensive, and we were so pissed that we drank them anyways. It could have been anything. It could oh have been God. It could have been nothing. Could have been coke. Could have been heroin. I don't fucking know. But I just remember we drank it all anyway. And the whole time I'm like, I hope I don't fucking die from this snake, you stupid idiot. Oh my God. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I was Close gonna enough. say like a nice one, like the time I went to spring training and checked out the the Grand Canyon. Sure, but, sure. You know, but I also, I'm a, I've been a drunk piece of shit for most of my life, so I also have <laughs> stories like the other one. Andre Dubouchet asks, Oh, hey. The most you've ever won in a single Vegas moment could be a sports bet or a hand of blackjack or whatever. Um, I, on the way from L.A. to... Uh, Michigan, I stopped in Vegas for two nights and I hit a couple parlays on NBA games. I won all six bets that I put down. So I would lump all that together and say that was probably uh, the most. And I was in a, I was in the dumps, you know. Was, this is a rough spot for me to have to leave everyone and, and drive away, even though I knew it was the right thing to do. Yeah. And uh, and that like that really cheered me up, man. Just sit- <laughs> That'll do it, yeah. Yes, and I didn't. I wasn't even. I went down to the casino. I put all the bets down in the sports book, and it was still like super hot COVID times. So I'd go back upstairs into my room with a bottle of red wine and some edibles, and sit there and watch the games that I bet on. And it was it was fabulous. I had, I had such a nice time. So that would be that. You don't bet much, do you, Brado? Not even a little bit. I don't. I don't find it pleasure in it. But I will say that in Vegas. Uh, when we figured out where we could drink for free and where we could mm-hmm. eat for free was like winning a billion dollars. 
yep. in 2007 when he went to that HBO festival. Yeah, that was really fun. And me and Brido were real young babies then, and it was f- so special for us to get to go to HBO Las Vegas Comedy Festival. Yeah, and this special freebie places to go get drinks with like you'd be like that's Chris Rock in front of me getting a fucking vodka yeah, I, soda. I overheard somebody go, "This is like the We Are the World video for comedy. This green room, it, like, and it yeah. was." So yeah. you said to me, Brido. You got to get one of these fresh pineapple and vodka drinks. (laughs) And I was like, all right, yeah. So we drank pineapple and vodka the whole trip. Now, the next year, the next year, I went back out there for comedy.com and I and I got in. I weaseled into that that drinking area and I sat down at the bar and this dude looked at me and he goes, vodka, pineapple. What the fuck? Like you work in Vegas, how much did we drink, or is that guy that good? It's possible, but it's so weird that he a remembered. A year that. later in Las Vegas, he remembered what drink that I drank the year before. He must right. have thought I was crazy or something. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how it's even possible at all, <laughs> but it is because maybe that's why those guys are so good. Yeah, that guy was. At, no, he got given the celebrity room at Caesars to to bartend, so he was he had to be good on some level. Right? Is that like a top tier pro? Is that what it takes? You have to remember what everyone drinks. Like, could from... he have worked at Cell Block in cocktail? Possibly, that's yeah. very possible. Yeah. Or is it? Or is it possible that you and I drank so many? And Mike O'Connell was drinking them also. Yes. Drank yeah. so many. Double pineapple, <laughs> double pineapple vodkas that he remembered because he made like 57 of them in a day. That'd be a great question. Like to find that guy and be like, how did you remember? I would well, love we'll to know. To go back. We'll go back to Caesars. We'll find that guy, which you have no idea what that guy would look like at this point. No, Maybe you no just have idea. to go to every bar in this. We'll make an exception to the rule, Bridal. You have to start drinking again for <laughs> two days at Caesars yeah. while you and I go to every single. And we have to drink the drinks. See, the 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 rational thing would do would would be to do is just order them and not drink them, or just ask the guy if he remembers. Hey, bartender, do you remember people <laughs> who drink double vodka pineapples from the HBO Las Vegas Comedy Festival in like 2005 or whenever that was? Yeah, luckily, I look the exact same as I did in 2007. <laughs> oh, yeah, we don't we looked a little more a little more baby-faced then. Or maybe <laughs> I drink both <laughs> and then you're just in charge. You're in charge of the whole weekend and I I just drink Every bartender we go to, two double pineapple vodkas. And, um, that's, that's a fun game to be like, could you find this bartender again? I think that's a fun game also. It's probably maybe not for you, but I would like to go somewhere with you where I just get shit house drunk and you don't drink anything and I just make you <laughs> make you babysit. Oh, yeah, I can be Triple H to your age. Brado. Brado. I can't believe we did this every day. <laughs> I know. I know. It was a long run. It was yeah. a long run. Yeah, it got too I've, hard. It got too hard for me. Just in general, I've I've treated my uh my assignment to Michigan temp- for my temporary assignment here uh as uh 
as a like a light rehab. It's just a light rehab. I was real puffy by the time I left. I was boozed back and too much. I was in a situation well, I didn't want to sure. be in. Well, I know, happen. but I was just like, I looked bad. And I looked at a, I took like one picture of myself that I don't know if I'll ever show anyone, but just how bad I looked. And I was having like a full on, full panic attack, full meltdown. And I uh, took a photo of it. And then a couple weeks or maybe three, three weeks, I'd say after I was here and I was just ate well and exercised. And I saw a photo of myself on, on Instagram somewhere. That's probably a fucking selfie that I took, but still I was like, Oh my God. My eyes aren't sunken anymore. <laughs> no, you look health. I'm looking at your like golf pictures, and I think that you look healthier. I talked to Scott Bowser, and he was like, uh, "He, you did his show. I listened to like the beginning of that, and he was like, he sounds refreshed or something. He, I think he said the word refreshed. I was beat. I was completely exhausted. I was like nearing mel- mental breakdown, like. I don't know what to fucking do. <laughs> I don't know what to do. I don't I think know a lot what to of do. Felt, a lot of people felt like that. Yeah. No, I, it's 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 very uh, it's very common. But it was like I was trying to golf as much as possible to keep my right. sanity. But at the same time, I was getting up four times a week and ripping two beers before the golf course and then six when I'd play. And this is like seven, eight in the morning. Wife and asked then, me if I regretted not going uh, to golf with you with you before you left and i was like i didn't know <laughs> no i don't want a deal made out of it i don't want anyone yeah. uh changing what they were doing because of that because i hate that like well i'm leaving you gotta yeah. do everything i say for two fucking weeks it's just like well, fuck you i'm not leaving it's not my <laughs> problem paul aaron fisher it's mother's day so let's hear your funniest story about a time your mother really made you laugh <sighs> i don't i don't I don't, I'm not going to get into my mom. <laughs> I will. Uh, Maybe. You, all right. <laughs> Rose? Um. <laughs> this game. How does that go? How does so it go? So you find out your buddy's mom's name. This is for the listeners at home. So let's say your mom's name is uh, Rose Bridenstine. Let's say your mom's name is uh, Rose Bridenstine. Mm-hmm. That's not my mom's name, but let, but you go, wait, your mom's name is Rose? And they'll be like, yeah. And you'll be well, like, no, just well, let's just do it. You ask me what my mom's name is. <clears throat> uh, Burns, what's your mom's name? Uh, Rose uh, Bridenstein. Rose Bridenstein is your mom? Yeah, you know that. No, I just never put together that Rose Bridenstein was your mom. What are you talking about? Oh, I know Rose Bridenstein. Like that's what, what you do. Like, <laughs> yeah, and then what? you start licking your fingers. <laughs> <laughs> I can't really do it on audio, <laughs> right? Mm. And you Ooh, start yeah. saying, you think of like a sexual innuendo that rhymes with, uh, you know, right? You know, the mom's right. name, and you go, you Bridenstein. Know, like, she's so fine and Stein, or Rose <laughs> likes the hose, or whatever you want to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really pretty easy to do. Rose like, this is burned, our, grows question, worms. Question from Paul Aaron Fisher would be like, ooh, uh, uh, what's her name? Okay, Maria Fisher, huh? Ooh. Yeah, Maria Fisher. Everyone used to say, Maria Fisher, everyone likes to dish her, if you yeah. know what I mean. Yeah, it doesn't have to make sense. Are you it's talking almost... about Maria Fister? <laughs> yeah, see, it's not hard. You could do it to anyone. Here's oh, what the... happens. And you got to keep staring them in the eye when you keep Another saying stuff over and over. Another thing about that is... <laughs> It works with girls too. Like it worked uh-huh. with uh, what is Dana Gould's girlfriend's name? We were doing that to her. 
Uh, and she, and she, it drove her fucking crazy too. But here's the thing. Everyone, every guy without fail, unless they hate their mother for some reason, turns into an eighth grade boy, even though, (laughs) even if you know they're kidding, they get, you start to see him get a little bit steamed and they're like, well, don't talk about my mom. You know what I mean? The true power move of it is the eye contact and audibly (laughs) licking your fingers while you, while you say it. (laughs) <laughs> we are down to like nine percent battery for me so if All this right. show if, if this show cuts out you know that's it that's the end okay. i think that's going to be the rule i don't right. i don't know how else to rectify it we went through so much to get this all set up <laughs> that i'm gonna have to unplug stuff and charge uh charge things and it's it'll be a nightmare so just stick with us and we'll check see out we uh hunk end. with mike bridenstine wherever you listen to this there you go you should get that promo out of the way <laughs> And I'll just get this out of the way now. Really looking forward to the weekend, you guys. (laughs) Oh, here's what I'll do. I could just, I can take that and I can just cut it out. Let's see, where are we at? We're at one, da 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 da. 128. 128, but that's the combination of both shows. I shouldn't be burning time with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. 128. Okay, here we go. Really looking forward to the weekend, you guys. And then it'll just end like that. It'll be fantastic. Wooter Stalins, if you could befriend one wild animal, for example, like the kid in the Free Willy, which one would you choose? I'm going to go either cobra or honey badger. Oh, I like that. Wow. Yeah, like you get to have, you. they're your friend. Cobra. Elephant. <laughs> elephant. You want to be friends? But I feel like you. an elephant might just be kind of chill with you anyway. I want something <laughs> dangerous. Elephants are fucking dangerous. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose. But yeah, I guess they just kind of beat them into submission. It's not really like they when they're to babies, be your yeah, like they yeah. trample you in the wild. Yeah, I think a, um, a, yeah. a bald eagle would be sweet. If I had a bald eagle on my shoulder that just came to me, oh, like yeah. the like the falconer, like that kind of thing. An eagler, cool. you could be an that'd eagler. Be, the eagler, <laughs> I'm an eagler. It's my friend. The only thing Dwayne. better than a falconer is an eagler. Yeah, well, that one is way better. Cobra is interesting. You just got this cobra cobra friend who follows you around. Okay, check it out, though, Burns. A dog. I mean, the dog's great. Yeah. (laughs) It's wild animal, though. Wild animal. So you have to go. But check it out if a dog liked you. (laughs) Be pretty Uh, sweet. Think Think about how much you love dogs. (laughs) Yeah. And that a dog actually likes you back like that? Think about how awesome that would be if you got a dog to like you. I think dog dogs are awesome. (laughs) I think I would do bear. I think I would do a bear. No, but think about like like a dog. You have a dog the size of a bear. Oh yeah. (laughs) You have a bear. You have a dog that probably could kill you. It's so in a sense you make sense. Your dog. How much does your dog weigh? He's lost some weight. We've been going on walks. Uh, He's down to one ten, one fifteen. What did he peak out at? At one thirty, he wasn't supposed to be. I don't know. He was a big a, fat. He was a big. He was a big fat. He's a big ass dog. Yeah, Hundred and thirty pound dog. He was a big That's fat a zone. person. That's bigger than lots of people. Yeah, he takes he takes bigger dumps than I ever have. <laughs> oh man, I can multiple times a day. Big. You got to get a big scoop. Your hand has to just like be bigger. The dump has to be almost bigger than your hand. It's a yes. Oh yeah. Oh, do you yeah, need spe- special sized baggies, or you got to use like yes, grocery and sometimes bags? it's yes, and sometimes <laughs> it's more than one. 
Uh, yeah, dog? he's a he's a Bernice Mountain Dog, so they're big. They're big dogs. Yeah, he's, like he eats full carrots as a snack. That freaks people out when I give them like a full. <laughs> I've I seen wash him eat, a full carrot. I've seen him eat the whole carrot, like a big carrot. It just crunch, crunch. Think about the biggest carrot you've ever seen. I cut the the green off. I wash it, and then I yeah, give you give it to him like you give him those carrots you feed to horses. Yeah, he fucking loves it. <laughs> right, I bet he does. It's yeah. like a bone that's all real crunchy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's and it stops him from eat because he wouldn't stop begging for more food. But yeah. well, I'm gonna go bear. I'd like to say like tiger or something, but tigers still look scary, even if you're they're your friend. But if a bear, a bear looks sweet and like you want to pet him and snuggle with him, even if he's so if he's nice, then you're not gonna be afraid. But I think even if the the tiger would be like, hey, I'm your friend, dude. I'm like, I don't know, man. I don't. You got a look on your face. <laughs> yeah. The look on your face says you're gonna you're gonna tear me to shreds. What about like so. a gorilla that you could like sit and watch like, oh. movies with? All right, gorilla's probably the best as long as he behaves. Oh no, he's he your friend. He's your friend. It says right. Yeah, but that doesn't help if he wants to, if he gets mad at the TV and rips it off the wall. No, or no, something. no. He doesn't. He's like he respects your stuff, but every now and okay. then he will smash his empties on his head. Okay, that's fun. I would like that. That's a lot of fun. He will drink your beer and eat your like leftovers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's a shitty roommate. Um, but Jojo he's like, Allen. He's potty trained. We gotta we gotta move on. I have no idea how much battery we have left. Jojo Allen asks any favorite conspiracies. All of them, baby. All of them. All of the above. <laughs> I love. I I Bridal knows I love conspiracies. Don't necessarily believe in all of them. But I want them to be true. I think recently that, Alex Jones is Bill Hicks is my favorite. Oh, wow. That's really great. I don't think he's 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 not old enough because Alex Jones is you think he's like fucking 57 or something. I don't think he's both that in Austin. One emerged as the other died. They look a little bit alike. They talk about the same. Uh, and it really yeah. pisses uh, Alex Jones off because it's a conspiracy theory that he's not out in front of, like, driving the car for. Right. Yeah, he can't do anything about it. All he can do is say no. And being a conspiracy theory guy, that yeah. has to kill him. Yeah. I fucking, can't even it, comment on it. It fucking kills him. And it's about him. And it's kind of plausible. That's really good. I mean, just in general, I like alien stuff. Oh, like, for sure. Yeah, aliens are real. Bigfoot is fake. Uh, yeah. What's another good one? Oh, JFK ones are good. I like anything JFK related. Yeah, those are good. Currently, like we talked about, I don't even know if it was the pregame or the or this one. Is was the uh, I, I like I like the COVID conspiracy. There's tons of COVID conspiracies. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's I a lot I don't of fun. Know why to think. It started in a lab. I don't know why that has to be like. You're a Republican if you think that, or a Democrat <laughs> if you think it. It's like, what if it started in a fucking lab? You don't fucking know. What if they? What if someone made it up? What if they made it up? What if the government made it up for all right. of us to be fucked and to reset button for the new? Oh, world you gotta order? be crazy to think that the government wouldn't give us crack cocaine. The, the government doesn't love us to be all divided so, because who? I mean that. Being divided, that doesn't make people easier to control if they were all bound to get bound together and be like, no, it's us against you guys. Instead, right. it's, well, some of you guys are against us. Some are kind of against us on these things. And because you can never get together in the same room again because you're so flipping mad at each other, then I guess we got nothing to worry about. So I don't have like, health care, but either do they. <laughs> right. 
McCarthy Redhead, Matt McCarthy Ooh, from Matt McCarthy. We Watch Ress. You wake up in a dark room somewhere in North Vietnam, strapped to an electrified bed frame. Your captors read you a transcript from a recent episode of Monday Night Beers, where it becomes obvious which n- member of the Beers crews has betrayed you, who is the guilty party, and when uh, when you come for him, how will you enact your revenge? Wow. McCarthy for this question, because is North Vietnam a place? It's just Vietnam, right? I guess. I don't know where things are, man. <laughs> I think he meant North Korea. Maybe. North Vietnam. I mean, it's Vietnam. And if you right. went up north in Vietnam, at the top of Vietnam. No, but there Vietnam, used to be North Vietnam, South Vietnam during like the 70s and 60s and stuff. Well, he doesn't say when this happens. For some well, reason, the, the, this is the like Monday you know. Night Beers podcast exists during <laughs> Nam. I don't know how things work, man. I don't know how the space-time continuum works. Who knows? No you one go, knows. You go up that Ho Chi Minh Trail. The, the it's, it's, it's currently 724 where you are, Brido, and it's 1024 where I am, so who knows how time works? I think I would have lost that bet about what time it was where you are. I think I would have not known that it was three hours. I think I would have thought it was two hours. Yeah, it's yeah, it's East Coast. A lot of people mistake, uh, don't think that um, Michigan is East Coast, but tis. It tis. I don't know. All you East Coast types are the same. By going by this and and knowing that Matt McCarthy is a member of Monday Night Beer's crew, then I think it would be Matt McCarthy because he seems to be thinking about this a whole lot. He seems to be worried that if someone finds out that I've been betrayed... That he wants to know what's going to happen to him. I will not exactly. give you the satisfaction, Matt McCarthy. I will not yeah. give you the satisfaction. Yeah. I agree. Rob Lobster, 43. If you could choose one movie franchise to get a sequel, which would you choose? National Cre- Treasure is the only correct answer. Prove me wrong. Franchise. So it's got to be a franchise. It can't just be one movie. I can't just be like, well, I'd like to see Boogie Nights 2, directed by Paul Thomas Anderson. Why is that make- not Okay. I want to make that an, he says franchise, so I think of it as like more movies. Like there's multiple national treasures, but I'm gonna make my own rules on this. I'm gonna say <laughs> not a bad sequel, not like when they do Dumb and Dumber or some shit, oh, and it's right. not that yeah. good, or when yeah. you know they pull something out of their like Joe Dirt two, and they go too far with it. Joe Dirt one was great, and it was a it just <clears throat> just worked because it worked, and everyone enjoyed it. Not everyone, but a lot of people. I would say Boogie Nights 2, Paul Thomas Anderson, Paul Thomas Anderson quality, how all those people ended up. Some of them are dead. And then I'd like to see a realistic depiction of um, of uh, adult entertainment now, like the porn hubs and all that stuff oh, mixed yeah. in, mixed in with struggling porn actors uh, from the era of Boogie Nights. I think just how sad their lives are. And you'll be like, that sounds depressing. Well, Boogie Nights was depressing too. It's super. It's one of the most depressing movies of all time, because it starts out super fun. It's all good time, and then it all goes bad, and then it kind of has a happy ending when Dirk Diggler gets back into the fucked vids. But for the most part, it really shows how pathetic. Just in general, and I'm not saying this is just adult in- industry. I think you can do it with you can do it with comedy <laughs> really hard. Shit don't work out very well in the end for most cases. In most cases. I think it'd be see- cool. Like, I really like Ghostbusters, so I think it'd be cool if they did like an all-women Ghostbusters. Oh, that's a good idea, Brido. I bet they'd be really good. <laughs> I bet that shit would fucking rule. 
It would probably rock, yeah, right? Yeah. Like if they if they did make this original cast Ghostbusters and did that, that would be terrible. That would be one of those like, why'd you make this? Like coming to America uh two. They're it, making that Ghostbusters movie and it's I'm gonna see it. Are they? They really yeah. are? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Did not know that. Coming to yeah. America too, it was fine. Like I was I was visiting a buddy it made in me Grand mad. Rapids. It made me mad. It, it was fine for that. We were drinking beers and like bullshitting and hardly watching the movie. And it was just kind of like, we turned it off an hour, an hour and 15 into it. I'm like, <laughs> I don't even care. I don't care how this ends. Like, that's how you know something is bad. And yeah. Very subpar. When you could easily just have nothing else to do. And, but you're like, I don't care. Okay. <laughs> so you, do you know what's good? I really do think Cobra Kai is good. Cobra Kai is fantastic. Cobra Kai does it the right way. I think that you they know. do it. The I think that they treat that franchise with respect. Yes. Yeah. And absolutely. If it looks like a cash grab by Amazon, the way that Coming to America did, like God bless. I, I want. I'm happy for Jermaine Fowler or whatever the fucking politically uh, nice thing I have to say to be a comedian and 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 not like hate that with impunity. But like, uh, Cobra Kai is good. It is good. I don't have to say, I don't think I have to say that coming to America too was good because that some people got a break in it and got a paycheck. That's just a paycheck. I don't right, ever right. understand why you've got to say, oh, that movie's good. Like, I don't want to offend this comedian who got paid. It's just a job. You know, it's not like art. <laughs> it's not like you're offending someone. They got paid and that's yeah. period what matters. You got, you got paid for that. You know, no one's like, oh, you don't like the commercial I was in? Right. Like, right. Probably, like, probably, hey, Burns doesn't like my Dunkin' Donuts commercial. I'm like, why would I like a Dunkin' Donuts commercial? Because I'm in it. Oh, yeah, it's really good. Wow, they really made Brido look sweaty and his tummy was all glistening in the fucking, on that hot roof. And he drank yeah. that, Brido, you drank that, that culotta so nice, man. It was yeah. a, I couldn't, I wish the commercial never ended. I turned the your commercial movie? off. I didn't even care. <laughs> I I did like your Baker Mayfield commercials, though. Those were well, good. Thank you. Th those thank are good. You. Thank those you. are actually good. That's the last time I worked on anything two years ago. Thank you. Well, you know, it's been hard for everyone. It's been yeah. tough all over. It's yeah. not, not not a lot of work going on, no. especially in a one in a in a career where it's tough to get a lot of work going on at any time. Yeah. So. Hokey, in honor of Mother's Day, which of your friends had the hottest mom growing up? Oh my God! Oh we, well, we, this would have been good for the uh, for the. Oh, what's your name? Hokey, Hokey. Oh, Choky Hokey, Mary Hokey. Is that your mom, Mary Choky? <laughs> there you go. See, <laughs> yeah. easy. I easy. will say that uh, Donkey's mom looked like Heather Locklear. Oh yeah, I can tell you. Uh, my buddy K Money's mom uh, was such a smoke show. Ooh boy. And we, you'd go over there and you'd just be, you'd swoon. You just, just, you know, I don't know what it is. Just like uh, the curly blonde hair, the long, long hair. Like moms didn't have like long blonde hair. And she was a little bit young, tan, yeah. fucking hot bod. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's who would have uh, the hottest mom. I don't, I actually don't know what, uh, I don't think I know anyone else's uh, like Vince Pop. 
Nara's moms, and uh, nor would I. Uh, my friend, nor would uh, I say, my friend Zoe uh, this, Kravitz had a pretty hot mom. Her name was Lisa Bonet. <laughs> I'd be like, "What's uh, up, Mrs. What's up, Mrs. Bonet?" <laughs> Juice face killer. Any asshole boss stories? Oh. Uh, I mean, you can read all of. Uh, well, not all. A bunch of psychotic boss stories on uh, on the Patreon uh, slash Power Moves with Mike Burns. There's a um, bunch of uh, bunch of my, pool dog stories that are all all real psychotic things. You go check those out. Free plug. My episode of Entry Level with Brooks Whelan. I kind of talked about that. Oh yeah. Well, that's the other thing. Anything. Anytime you ask about employment, I'm like. Brooks has 5,000 episodes of this, <laughs> and everyone, every comedian you know has been on that and talked about it for an hour. Ahoy, Schmitty. Ever been charged for damage with damage messes in a hotel? If so, I think we'd all appreciate any accompanying stories. Yes. I, oh, my God. We, I, was in, I was in Windsor in Canada. We went up there to drink because it was cheap, and we got a hotel, and immediately the same guys that went bananas at this camping trip and fought each other with flaming logs and beat the shit out of each other, which is fantastic. I mean, these are high-level employees, executive-type folks with uh, beautiful families, and you just, the dog never comes out of them. And we were, in back when we were kids, we were 18, 19, we were in Windsor, and we destroyed a hotel room, ripped everything off the walls, had to pay for it, went to another hotel. The guy wouldn't let us stay in the hotel. Because it was more than it was four people, and he said you could only have two people for whatever reason because he didn't trust us. And then four people went in, and then two more people came in, and uh, he came in. He goes, "Hey, you didn't. I didn't say that you you need to pay. You need to pay extra." And uh, two people left. Me and a guy named Matt Marino. We got in the shower and turned it on, so it looked like the shower was just running. And we took our clothes off down to our boxers, and. I'm like, okay, if he comes in, we got to act like we're making out. <laughs> so the guy busts, this guy who runs this hotel, the manager busts in. Whose idea was and, that? You were Matt Marino, because I think one of you had the hots for the other. I, I think uh, either of us would have had that decision. So he 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 goes in, he goes, who's this in the bathroom? to me if that's everybody's solution to everything. We got to make it look like we're <laughs> making out. <laughs> yeah. That's your, friend. That's your friend who had to like try stuff out because it's like the 90s and you can't be like openly. <laughs> you had to be like, quick. You can't just be like, hey, you want to try sucking my and I suck yours? So it's, it's totally cool. So no big That's deal. Back when dudes had to trick dudes. <laughs> hey, what if hey, what if we played a hide the pickle? It's a game I learned in summer camp. Like, we're 18. You're just trying to fuck my butt. Man, if my mom calls downstairs again, you have to rub my dick till the stuff comes out. <laughs> so we, the guy comes in he uh the, my buddies are like well we just start the shower up i'm gonna take a shower and he's like no 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 <laughs> and you can hear the door open it's just the panic sets in so i'm like quick hug, like hug <laughs> so <laughs> we're just soaked underpants doing this awkward hug and he tears. I want that guy so bad to be a gay now. I like. I know that he's probably not. No, he's married. He's married. Okay. That was probably my idea. You know. <laughs> you know this comes from my brain, Brian. You know. <laughs> and we're all. And it's he tears. Funny, so, it's just funny to me if that was somebody like closeted gay person being like, "That's how I. Uh, that's how I would get him." And then we got married. <laughs> you know, it had to work in certain instances. You got to test it so, out. You got to test the waters. 
tears open the shower curtain and and both of us just give him like this smile. Like it's just terrible acting like, hey. And he goes, no, 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 get out. So we've got to get out while this guy watches us dry off. And then we have to put on clothes and go down to the office and pay like an he makes us pay like a hundred bucks extra. Uh so we lost a shitload of money in a very quick not we we're all broke. We had to pay for this whole destroyed hotel and then pay like all this extra money for, uh, for another hotel. And the cops came to the first one. Ooh. I had to I took off and ran out of the hotel and hid in the bushes. Oh, and this happened also, Brido. <laughs> We were in the hallway trying to knock over a vending machine and flip it upside down to, to shake it. What is wrong with you? <laughs> and make all the candy fall to the top. And then we were going to put it back right side up. Turns out those things weigh like a thousand pounds. And we just got it knocked <laughs> someone, over. Someone thought of that. Yeah. I, I forget. It might have been me. And it knocked over and just leaned up against someone's hotel door. <laughs> this 1,000-pound machine, which we couldn't lift back up once it got knocked over. Oh, my so God. So those people weren't going to be able to get out of their room. And then um, that's when they said they were calling the cops. That's when two of us hid in the bushes until we had to – and then two people paid for that hotel and damages, and then we went down to the next hotel where me and Matt Marino got in the shower and rubbed our <laughs> nude bodies against each other. <laughs> So there's your story. Me and Marino played played <laughs> played a little dolphin. We call him Pizza. Uh, fun fact: His nickname is Pizza because he got a little tum going now that wasn't there before. So Ooh. Pizza. Uh, I did fifty thousand dollars in damages at Galena, <laughs> Illinois, at a resort with a bunch what? of other dudes and. We had to have an attorney work for us pro bono, my buddy Naylor's dad, to get it knocked down. And we were banned from life for life from this resort in Galena, across the river from where Brooks is from in Dubuque, this beautiful area. That's where uh, President Ulysses S. Grant is from. It's like this yeah. old, like people go antiquing there, but they've got this beautiful resort and I was in a fraternity in college. I was the weird one. And, uh, yeah, we had our formal there and everybody, uh, broke the fuck out of everything. <laughs> That's so much money. Oh my God. Yeah. They did try to fuck us a little bit. They'd be like, well, that you broke that table and that goes with that couch. Right. And that coffee was, table was $500. Like, no, it's not. That comes from a furniture supply place right, for right, shitty right. hotel furniture. Don't get me wrong. That's nothing that we did should have been done. But No. The I backyard, mean, there was like so many cigarette butts back there. It looked like it fucking snowed. Right. You're animal people. Yeah. Just animal people at that age. You just Yeah. All you want to do is destroy... And find chicks, and drink, and do anything else that you could shove I in your body. I think about that era. It was like the early 2000s. And like what was going on right before 9-11 and like Iraq when like the music was like, give me something to break. Like everything is, <laughs> you know what I right. mean? Like Woodstock 99. What? Like what Why was, was everyone so, so angry? Mad? Yeah. Everybody wanted to fucking like Woodstock 99 was like ugly man like <laughs> yeah it wasn't like it wasn't like a good time for anyone it was a bad gross scene it's of just 
carnage and chaos. Like the nineties fashion is coming. Like I have a nephew who's like a teenager. He has his hair the way that I did when I was in the nineties. And like, he was wearing clothes. I hope that they never do that shit. Like, White chicks, no ass, thong coming out the back of their big ass <laughs> jeans, like sparkly crop top, like yeah. just tear, like corn. I feel uh, like we're on the verge of that though, because oh we God, we just did nineties. Nineties is if you go to like an Urban Outfitters, you 90s had that is joke. Shit. You had that joke fifteen years ago where you were like, "Yeah, baby, yeah, do I make you horny?" Like, right. That's almost going to be nostalgic, and that is like the I guarantee worst it era. Is. That's the I worst guarantee- era. It already is. Yeah, I had that big joke about how if you wait long enough, everything will come back, and it was a it was a it was a laugh button joke when I would say how how funny it'd be if. I said, I guarantee you in like 10 years from now, you'll go into an Urban Outfitters and there'll be like Austin Powers t-shirts that say, yeah, baby. Yeah. And everyone laugh and laugh because it seemed impossible. Thousand percent true right now. Yeah. Yeah. They pop up in your Instagram feeds, all kinds of nostalgic TV uh, things for everything. All right. Let's try and rip and get through the rest of these. Mr. Mr. Schoenborn. Do you guys like cigars? Any good stories? No, I don't have any. I, uh, I did on my golf trip. One of my buddies brought a bunch of the really nice white owls. And I was like, oh, this is really good cigar. It's really light. And he's like, yeah, I like these because they're, you know, they're not too thick. And I didn't know that was a thing. And uh, I pair that with golf and light beers. You probably don't give a shit about cigars. Yes, Brado. Uh, no, I uh, no. Yeah, we'll move on. Yucky Pete. What's your favorite scene in the original Predator? I don't know. I don't have. I can't. He can't, I can't see th- me. Sure. Yeah, I can't, I can't think of anything. Get to the chopper. Son, yeah, sure. Son, get to the choppers. Great. Let's say that. Son of a plumber. Best or worst experience with a comedy club booker. Oh, um, I don't necessarily have like a bad or good experience, but do you have one? Do you have like a noted one? That's a I bad mean, experience. No, just Bert Haas. I, I mean, I got a lot of mileage out of that bang your pregnant thing, which was Bert Haas from Zanies telling me that I needed a clear POV. And it was advice that tr- correct. Bert Haas was right. I just wasn't ready to hear that level of advice. I was still mm-hmm. worried about getting laughs. I wasn't worried about uh, consistent POV on stage. Right. If that, if that makes sense. Uh, but yeah, for the, a lot of them, I've heard like N words uh, dropped pretty easily from improv uh, managers uh, sure. around. Uh, yeah, like they just seem, you know, kind of like trash people who want to take advantage of comics in general. Seems that seems like a sleazy profession. That's the business model is fucking over what I do so they can make money on drinks and and not pass anything. And that's just, I think, in in general for most club slash bar at, uh, arenas. I hope that those go away and I hope that people can play like major theaters and stuff like podcasts can, can like put us back in charge of our own careers. Comedy clubs are theme bars where the theme is comedy. They fucking suck. Right. Um, okay. This is for me, Pizza Nacho 69. Ooh. If you could pick another city, state to be from and rep those sports teams, what would it be? And I think this is a good question for you, Brado. I'll go Michigan. I like, I, you know, uh, I'll go Michigan. I, I always enjoyed when you would get into the Lions and Tigers and red wings when we and i would always watch those games with you like i i could say california that seems like an okay answer for 
me because like I kind of wish that I was into the sports teams here, but um, I don't know. I'm from Iowa, so I like Illinois sports teams. So right. What if right. I said Iowa? Yeah. Yeah, but then no. See, then you can't. You don't have sports teams there. Can I ask you a question? Can I can I Mike at Mike Bridenstine a question? Yeah. The Oakland A's, the Major League Baseball told them to look for another place to play. Where do you want the A's, if they do move, to go? Well, Oakland, I would say, like, you can't take that away from Oakland, but Oakland's turning into Silicon Valley. Yeah. It was it was an affordable, lower-income place to live, but I think those days are going to be done real soon. Yeah. I don't know. I like the Oakland. I don't want them to not be Oakland What A's. if they went to Indianapolis? That'd be cool. I like that. What if they went back to Montreal? No, don't need Canadian baseball. Portland. Any of that shit. Portland, I would accept. Portland, I would accept. I would also accept Indiana. San Antonio. No, not San Antonio. Nashville. Vegas. Nashville's interesting. Nashville's interesting. So I think Indianapolis is too. Yeah. I would say Chicago. Third for me. Third team? No, no, it's no, oh, no, no. Oh, the answer I, to the I other answer, question. Okay, yeah. answering my question. Yeah, yeah. Just because to be a to be an actual from Chicago Cubs fan, an actual from Chicago Bears fan. Yeah, is, you kind of get into the Cubs sometimes. Oh, absolutely, and I'm a big I'm a Bears fan. I like Midwestern teams. I'd also like how cool it'd be. So I would love to be a Yankees fan from New York. I would love it. It's fucking the Yankees. Get to wear a Yankees hat. I can't. Oh my wear god! A picture Yankees being, hat. Picture like being asshole. a Red Sox and uh, Red Sox and Patriots and Celtics fan. It'd be kind of great. Also, very. Gr- I would love to wear Celtics gear. I'd love yeah. to wear a bird jersey. I'd yes. love to be like. I would love to be a, a. I'm a New England fan. Suck it. Look at all these rings. You know. Yeah. But you can't. You can't. You can not fa- ever I- love Bill Russell because you're super racist. <laughs> Best. Uh, Izzy's uh, Izzy Amat, best sitcom mailman, Cliff Clavin, Newman, or Mr. McFeely? Mm. Get Mr. McFeely out of here. That's from Mr. <laughs> Rogers, right? Like, Mr. come on. Er, Mr. Mc, Mr. McFeely. Um, I think I got to. Let's just do Cliff or Newman. Ooh, Cliff Clavin, hands down. I got to do Cliff, yeah. Newman's a heel. I, I arguably, like, laugh more at Newman, but he's. He's a bit player. He's not like a super main. Here's how Cliff good Clavin Cliff Clavin was. Pound. Cliff Cliff Clavin auditioned to play Norm, and they liked him so much, but not as Norm. They liked George Went, so they created. I could be making this up, but I believe I'm right. They created the character because they liked. Uh, I can't think of it. If he has a Jeffrey Ratson, but one of them is the actor who played Cliff Clavin. One of them was the Pope who quit. Jeffrey Ratzenberger and Joseph Ratzenberg. <laughs> Cats and Jammer. Cats and Jammer kids. All right. Yeah, Cliff Clavin is the answer there. Jason, you're going to a ball game. Are you a peanuts or sunflower seeds type of guy? Love sunflower seeds. If I'm playing baseball. Yeah. Like when I when I played in uh in high school, what have you, or as a like a little kid, sunflower seeds. Peanuts are for spectators. Love making a mess. I love getting them all over my shorts and my shirt. And I and I did this yesterday. I got a bag of the Detroit Tiger peanuts and I sat outside in the lawn chair. I just cracked them and just 
you make yourself a big disaster. Then you stand up and you just kind of brush it off into the grass. And that's part of the fun of the ball game is you got all the peanut shells and you stand up to go get another beer or something. And you just have this big pile when you leave. The bigger the mess, the better. One time I, when I was a little kid, I, my dad took me to number one Iowa versus number two Michigan in Iowa won with a field goal in 1985. And I don't remember anything about the game except for this big fatso was eating peanuts and he was covered in peanuts. This, the biggest, <laughs> fattest guy that I've ever seen was covered in peanuts. And this guy says to him, hey, buddy, do you like peanuts? And the guy <laughs> said back to him, want to see my trunk? <laughs> yeah, that's a good comeback. <laughs> I was five years old and I was like, this is this is hilarious. <laughs> yeah, if you were a little kid, if you were a little kid. Like being a little kid at sporting events makes you get to see adult things and your dad can't yes. really do anything to stop it because yes. hey you brought the kid here yeah you'd always hear somebody be like what the fuck ref and you know you don't ever hear anybody talk like that in real right life. and their dad would be like geez and be like come on dad don't make it awkward just be like let me just enjoy this. it was like what what were we at a summer slam or we had an ESPN zone or something. Oh, when we yeah. were in the bathroom, and I what was I doing in the? I was in the stall. We peeing. went to ESPN zone in Manhattan. We were hammered, and you were going, "Oh, I got to, ooh, I have to pee, ooh." And there's a little boy, like I'm washing my hands, and there's a little boy like shaking. He's laughing so hard, and he's just <laughs> peeing all over the place. And his dad's like, "Jimmy," and like, <laughs> and, and I uh, wouldn't stop. <laughs> I just read this. I read it because I wrote it down. I and because uh, I thought it was so funny, and I and w- we stumbled out of that bar and we bumped into this like a uh, group of black people, and this guy goes, "Dick sucker." I thought that was so funny. We called you <laughs> dick sucker, and this it lady bu- and I and I bumped into this lady and she goes, "Oh, excuse me, was I in your <laughs> way?" And you go, "Shut up." <laughs> right in the face. Yeah. You got called was, a dick sucker and then told a woman to shut up. That's the New York way. Yeah. Yeah. Dick suckers. That's funny. Dick sucker. <laughs> yeah. No way I can get mad at that. No. That's, that's pure giggles. Given it's Mother's Day, who's the hottest sitcom mom from the 80s? Uh, Peg? Yeah, maybe. Peg wasn't really hot. Peg was made, she was hot, but she was kind of made out to be gross. She's made like, out to be gross, but I was kind of always like, she's not that gross. She's pretty hot. I'm just trying to, right. Oh, absolutely. Super hot. I'm trying to just rip through like yeah, growing yeah, pains. Yeah, no. no. Who's the boss? No, I wasn't into her. Uh, Angela? Angela. Angela. Samantha. 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 Bona. Bona. <laughs> Samantha. Bona. Bona. Uh, 80s sitcom. Ooh, Felicia Rashad, uh, yeah. Smoke show. But did you ever think that, or did you like? I don't know. I was looking at. I was looking at. Uh, uh, right, Denise. Yeah, Denise the Peeth. Ooh, uh, I can't think. Hmm, that's a good question. Uh, yeah, because I guess I didn't think the moms were that hot. It was Lonnie always the Anderson daughter. and KW whatever the fuck. It's hey, called. all right, I'll I'll take that. That's probably is that more seventies or is that eighties? That's 70s as fuck. Like, uh, damn it. Who is a hot? Uh, I got nothing. All right. We got to move VIP on swole. When you guys need to clear your mind, what is your method? Uh, what method is your go to non lunch uh, meat? Su- suggestions only, please, because that's 
the other day someone asked how if you can't sleep <laughs> what do you do to go back to sleep rub one pop, rub pop, one pop man's answer was well i get up and i uh i ate a bunch of lunch meat and then uh maybe i drink a beer smoke like two three cigarettes and then now uh, you're good to go that's how you go back to sleep <laughs> everyone just died <laughs> we're like what lunch meat a couple beers and a few cigarettes that makes sense that doesn't make you go back to sleep that (laughs) sends your body into a tailspin yeah yeah. Yeah, that's a lot of stimulants i put on headphones and and i and i listen to uh lately i listen to i go for a walk and i listen to valley heat christian duguay's podcast which he made me a i asked him to make me a commercial and i'm i'm not going to put it on this week we're play it next week but um, Valley Heat is hands down, hands down, my favorite podcast. I fucking love it. I think it's so brilliant and good, and I'm not the only one. It's small. It's not that popular yet, but it's it's massively entertaining. The cast is incredible. I didn't even know who did some of these voices until Christian promoted him on his Instagram. And he's not a big presence on, on uh, social media. Brido, I told you the other day. Give you it did. I had him. I had him on my podcast, and I was like, "Do you want to plug your thing?" And he's like, "No." It's so good, Brido. He's such a humble man, and you know, Christian's <laughs> such a nice, kind person. He's one of the nicest person people I've ever met in the comedy community. And his podcast is so meticulously uh, created; it makes me feel like a loser. <laughs> it's it's mm. it's just brilliant. It's so layered in storytelling. It's like Dad Boner if it was a podcast, but the instead of Dad Boner, it was this guy who was always in trouble who was an insurance adjuster in Burbank, and all the characters are built out the way I, that I do that. Maybe I'm just tugging my own jockstrap, but it's so fucking no, good. No, a lot of people a lot of people have said it was good. Yeah. Like, um, I've told a couple people in the Not quite like Nate Craig in Cleveland uh, in Wisconsin good, but... No, no. You're going to want to... Nate Craig... Cleveland, then then Milwaukee, uh, full thick Vayner, and he'll rub you down and yeah. wash your undies on his rock hard abs. Yes, you don't even have it. to ask. You you hand him a five dollar bill, say it's from Brido and Burns. He'll know. He'll, yeah, know. he'll know. And then you give him a wink, and then you just start rubbing dirty laundry on his body. That's what he'll you keep do. Doing, he'll keep doing his bit. He's a pro. He's not even gonna. It's not even gonna bother him. Mm. Throw and your also, bras at him. Throw your ju- throw jocks de- traps at him. <laughs> Old school. Also, like, also, I go to golf. That's one of the. I I didn't know how to play golf at all eight months ago. Now I can just go play by myself, and I, I can I can not embarrass myself. I can bogey and double bogey my way through the shit, and I just go and play. If I have anxiety problems, I go outside, and I you, there's no headphones. I don't listen to music. I just sit in the quiet, play by myself. It's. It's fantastic. I don't have an answer to the to the can't fall asleep thing because I can all I'm always like out for the night. Oh yeah. Oh my. I I love uh, my medicinal marijuana, and it's fantastic. It's been life changing for me. A big source of a lot of my anxiety was that I never slept. I couldn't fall asleep. I was just constantly fried out. Now, boy. I, I want you I to do out. my my science fair experiment. I want you to lift heavy and tell me if your panic attacks go away. Oh, I am. I'm. I'm. I'm full on. I'm, I haven't had anxiety. I've had little bits here and there, but I'm pretty dialed in, and I okay. have. I'm. I'm. I'm working out every other day. I'm doing massive amounts of pull ups and push ups, okay. and uh, lots of walking. And 
I any day I do that, especially on the day I do it, I am out for the count. And it, yeah, you know, because it, it it worked before, before both of us would have anxiety issues, and we'd be like, we got to go to the gym. Like, I don't want to go to the gym. Yeah, Let's just get yeah. beers and watch yeah. TV. I'm like, no. Yes. We'll feel better if we go to the gym and then eat yep. a big meal afterwards. It worked all, every fucking time. It worked every, every fucking, time. All, all you had to do was go. All you had to do it was fucking, get in the car. It, it worked every time. That's what Ric Flair does. Right. Not That's anymore. That's absolutely what not he does. Anymore, but. Right. Now he, now he probably just lays in bed and like, whoa. <laughs> Man, he's in those commercials that play during the A&E thing, and it's just like, oh, oh, no. One more question. Let's let's hope we don't conk out before now, and I and I don't have him. to. I don't have to do the uh, the editing. Charles J. Sward, what is the most likely change Burns will have made when he returns? New tattoo, piercing, spiritual advisor from the Far East, etc. Uh, I I think I already said I I will be uh, I will be leaner, meaner, and uh, and better in the face and weaner. <laughs> oh, leaner, meaner, and better in the weaner. If you know what I mean, because <laughs> I went, as I got one of those, uh, you know, those those piercings, then like the weight that you hang on it to Ooh. make it longer. You know, you've seen it in the magazines. You know how yeah. you do that. You get you get the Prince Edward or whatever you call it. Then you hook up Albert, like a te- Prince Albert. Yeah, Edward is the uh, Edward is when you go through the uh, through the butthole. Edward the, is when Edward's when the royal family makes you hide because you got caught with Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then you pierce your butthole, and then you hang weights from it to make it gape. But no, um, yeah, yeah, Prince Albert is when you hang a ten pound. Like you get like one of your mom's like jazzercise weights that are like two and a half pink weights. They're like plastic, like that come with a Jane Fonda VHS cassette. You get one of those. You hang it with from with like a a chain from Claire's boutique. Like you get a cheap. Uh, silvery chain and then you hook loop that through it onto the Jane Fonda workout weight and then uh, you just swing it back and forth you know you rock back and forth until you get up to uh, you get enough strength going in your dong to do the helicopter did you ever watch how to <laughs> with John Wilson no oh my god please watch that he has an episode where a guy teaches him how to grow his foreskin back and it's no. one of the hardest <laughs> one of the hardest I've ever laughed I don't need anything else to clean. I wish, you know, sometimes I wish like, hey, you cut off uh, part of that. And I wish I didn't. You didn't do that. But also, I know you got to get in there and I don't want to have to. I'm do not that, telling please. you to watch it as like a, do it. I'm saying to watch it, <laughs> what? To watch it you, as entertainment. Oh, I thought you did this, Brad. Oh, I thought you watched it <laughs> so you could do this. No, if I want foreskin, I'll just get real dehydrated. And that's how it looks. <laughs> Do you ever get real dehydrated and you're like walking like up some stairs or something and then like you can feel it like almost go inside and you're like get freaked out. You got to like shove your hand down your pants in public and you're like this. I hope this could be permanent. Like that's how you know. That's how I know I need to drink some water because otherwise otherwise. uh, Hey, don't get the wrong idea. I don't want anyone to be like, well, that doesn't happen to me. I'm like, look, look here. You haven't been dehydrated then super dehydrated do you remember when like, you used to have panic attacks i'd be like how big are your balls right now and you'd be like small i'd be like drink water man <laughs> drink water you gotta drink that water always, that was always the test yeah when one of us would be having a, a hangover like panic attack i'd be like how big are your balls small and one hurts one's really sore when's the last time you peed tuesday <laughs> <laughs> my balls are tight to my body <laughs> 
<laughs> what have you drank today? Bullet rye <laughs> and bullet rye since 4 a.m. What at time my, is it? Two. At, <laughs> at my bachelor party, we were at the third bar, and I looked at you, and I go, oh, no. And you go, what? And I go, I haven't peed yet. <laughs> I had a thousand beers and my body's like, please give me liquid, please. Right. We we probably drank whiskey before bed and and ate garbage. <laughs> <sighs> my wife is a lucky woman. <laughs> well, we came out on top, Brad. Both of us are still alive. We're both yeah. healthy and happy and um well, it could have been the other way. <laughs> yeah. We were getting it pretty hard in our yeah. own special way. <sighs> yeah. Well, you know, that's why you do all those things. You get it out of the way so that, you know, by the time, you know, you're you're still young that's in exactly your mid-40s. Right. People are like, how come you don't drink anymore? It's like, I already drank all of it. I drank all of it. All of it? Yeah, I drank all of it. Yeah, the amount that what? you're going to have in your life, I've already had. I lapped yeah. you. Right. A lot of people said, well, don't you miss, like, all the stuff to do in Los Angeles? I'm like, I did all, the, I've done all the stuff. I've been I'm, to all the things. I've done all the stuff. I've done everything. I'll tell you what, I'm I, not, miss, uh, I miss having a Sierra Nevada. Those are delicious. Yeah. There's certain things that, I bet I don't you know, miss. I never had a White Claw. I, I missed the whole seltzer thing. Oh, uh, well, I mean, it's just a worse tasting uh, LaCroix. You're not missing anything. <laughs> You're really worse? not. Okay. Yeah, it's going to uh, taste like more chemically and like. It's got alcohol taste. That doesn't make it taste good. It doesn't make I taste- would want uh, a bottle of uh, Sierra Nevada with like a chaser of bullet rye on the rocks. That would that's, yeah. That would be like amazing for me. Do you think you'll ever get old enough where you're like, yeah, fuck it, and you can go back to just like you know, like I never you're, like, quit like your old man. Whatever. I never quit or whatever. Like uh, I didn't go like do like a twelve just, step thing. Yeah, you're just, just not drinking. Yeah, right. And it, yeah. And it gets easier till you like forget. And there's stuff. Sure. I, I mean, I don't know. I'm not like a weed guy. So a lot of times I got to sit there with my terrible thoughts, but those go away also, you know? Like, yeah. Those, like, you work through that shit. You're like, oh, God. And, you know, I lifted fucking heavy weights. Right. And, you know, became addicted to that till COVID. And, you know, I don't know. If, I, I have stopped for, for, uh, for little chunks and you're correct even after like two weeks mm. you're like i don't even really want a drink like i don't want one no i want you know, candy like, i want the sugar i want candy i, I want, want candy taffy. no 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 you i get such a sweet tooth people are like whenever anybody quits drinking i always say to them how much do you want candy they'll be like oh my god i want ice cream and it's like yeah because you don't realize how much sugar you're taking in with the booze Right. When I was in Chicago, when I quit in Chicago, when I went on heavy uh, antidepressants and anxiety medication and I couldn't drink on it, I would buy Twinkies and Ho-Hos and I would just come home like after work and instead of cracking a couple beers, I would just rip ding-dongs and Ho-Hos like, oh, you're so good. And I can have them because I cut out 1,200 calories of alcohol that I've been ingesting. And then, you know, that did... That didn't uh, work for the diet, but you're right. You want sugar so bad, and it tastes so good when you have it, like fucking mambas and what have you. Oh, my God, Just, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mambas well, I think we and did what it. have you. I think we did it, Brian. Oh, this was, this was a fun jaunt. This was not 
not the show that we were uh, w- that we were going to go into. And I think it's it's fun. I yeah, think this was a this was a good idea. See, I'm stuttering all over this. I do this every week, Brado. At the end, I don't <laughs> I don't know when to get off the ride. I should just get off the ride. Always take the ride is what you would always is what you taught me. Uh, that is. If you're at a bar, you're having a good time. Somebody's like, do you want to ride home? And you want to be like, fuck no, I'm staying here. This is awesome. Always take the mm-hmm. ride. If the bar is open till like 12 uh, to like two, let's say, and around like 1230 and you're like, well, it's still open for another hour and a half. You're not going to miss anything. Take the ride. Take the ride. Because you don't, have to, don't have to figure out how to get the ride. Take the ride. Go home. In your brain, you think you're going to get hooked up with the hottest chick you've no. ever seen. No, you're not. No. You're going to be sloppy by them, and it might be a mistake even if you do hook up with something. Take the ride, go home, sit beers on the couch, and watch TV in quiet, especially if you have roommates. Like when we were younger, oh, boy, getting home and having like the TV to yourself and some quiet time before maniacs come home is just a joy. And then you go home on time. If you want to have a night where you drink a fuckload and not get into any trouble, just you stick to Bud Light, Miller Light, or Coors Light. Never been arrested for nothing domestic that's correct and you can have all you want you can have brado you could still drink if you didn't drink vod, vod from the freeze and bullet rye if you just only wanted and ipas if you just wanted coors light yeah Miller light bud yeah. light you yeah. can have all you want i would you can have 300 pounds right now talking to cracking my 15th and uh <laughs> bud light right now yeah right but you can have you can have thirty of those. You're not going to get in any trouble. You'll be able to go to work the next day. Yeah, especially you're just if you pee cut it out, out, sweat it out. Yeah, right. Especially if you cut out cigarettes. The cigarettes, if you're smoking like that, two packs a day. Yes, and also go to the gym, sweat that shit out, or and, and you'll feel better. Yes, these are just worst health things ever. Ugh, horrible health advice. <laughs> Do this. Here's what you do. You quit, you quit alcohol, but then you drink, eat 50 Twinkies a day. It's, you're going to feel great. It's going to be a dynamite. You're going to be healthy. There like was a, there's this girl I, could, I had a, a massive crush on in Chicago. And at this point in time, I was, I had to leave by seven in the morning to get to my job that I worked from eight to five and I'm out every night till two. We're really Thelma and Louise in this. This is fantastic. All right. Finish the story. And then we're out. And she, this girl, I go, will you ask her if she'll go to my comedy show? And she goes, Okay, I'll ask her. And I, she comes back, and I go, what did she say? And then she goes, who's Mike Bridenstine, the guy with really dark circles under his eyes? And I, said, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that's him. <laughs> that's what happens, man. There were some times when I was towards the end before I left here. I was looking in the mirror like, what happened to my face? It was like, um, like in a Seinfeld when uh, Kramer has the – as the like the poker all night park, but no, he, he turns his house into a smoking lounge. <laughs> Jerry's like, "What's wrong with your face? You look, it looks like a catcher's mitt." <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But we did yeah, it. We did it. It all fills up. That's because you're also dehydrated. Yeah, you gotta. You need to fill your body up with water so it like fills up like a balloon. <laughs> you know yeah. what? Otherwise, you <laughs> turn right. into a cal- you turn from a grape into a California raisin. <laughs> yep. That's right. Everywhere. Especially your thank balls. You, thank you, Brido. Uh, check out Brido's podcast, Hunk, fe- the world's greatest panel podcast featuring so many of Los Angeles comedians and uh, those from Chicago. It's fantastic. It's a it's a good conversational piece, and you'll enjoy it, don't you think, Brido? 
Yeah, Burns is coming on uh, on next week's show. So a week from whenever this comes out, Burns is on it. Cross promo. Make sure you go see Nate Craig with his rock hard abs <laughs> and large penis. Hashtag not sponsored. Beautiful teeth. Uh, in great shape, thick hair. You're going to want to rub your dirty undies all over his body in Cleveland and then uh, 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 Milwaukee uh, next couple weeks. This weekend, though, make sure you go to Cleveland's to Hilarities to give $5 to Nick Craig Saints for me and Brido. <laughs> You'll know what it's for. And that, um, and that uh, we told you, told, him, told you that it was okay to uh, rub your goop-stained uh, panties or underpants <laughs> all over his body and uh, stay for the late show when he he does it a uh, half nude from the waist down ha- all nude <laughs> suit on be top leaving a snail trail of your goop everywhere you go you're gonna love it brado thank you bless you bud thank you for having me we're looking forward to the weekend you guys yeah i'm gonna make a power moves yeah i'm gonna make a power moves right to a detroit groove this all american dudes out making power moves yeah. got football on tv my girlfriend she's sleazy favorite kind of beer is free i'm just making power moves sipping some natty lights Late nights and bar frights, rocking the Winston lights, just making power moves. Yeah, I'm making power moves, just to a Detroit groove. All American dudes, just making power moves. Yeah, I'm making power moves, rocking a Detroit groove. Just some American dudes, I'm making power moves. I'm making power moves.